when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? you just heard was Spring Summer by Libra Jolie and I have just this to say iconic (laughs) (laughs) I fucking iconic like like, uh, this is such a good song but also like what a great almost diss to Sheree not a diss diss to Sheree but like what a great way to slight Sheree's dumbass idea in the process of it and the video so cute. Love it's it. It's such a cute video. It's so relatable. Video. No, I my favorite line from her was like, if your mouth's open, then I'm outside. Uh-huh. I was like, yup, yup, yup. Uh-huh. I like that. I uh-huh. like that. Good no, motto. Like she she really has improved a lot. I feel like the last time we talked about her music, it was last year, maybe. Early last year. And the sound was I like think it was late last year. Maybe it was last song? year. No, I think mid. I think it's like September. I think something like that. It, it was, was the now year. what song? But I feel like what? we talked about it before, though. There was a different one. It probably was before that. But I know but, that we just talked about her before. But the sound is very different. This is a much more catchy. You I can listen it. to it. Like it was a good song, and the video was so good. She looked amazing in the video. It was a well structured song. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on, y'all? Yeah, so what is up? I'm eating pizza, everybody. So, is it that DiGiorno or is it that CPK life? Like, what? Yeah, what it was California Pizza Kitchen because I went to Pepperoni. Oh. Wow, I was right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else was it going to be? She in California. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never really seen anybody actually eat at the restaurant. It's just kind of like in the grocery store. And I was like, whatever, I want pepperoni pizza. So I it's grabbed it. I wanted sushi. That are that's two different vibes. That is two different mm-hmm, vibes. Mm-hmm. But pizza's always a solid choice. Right. So I have pizza tonight. I wanted sushi, but then I didn't want to wait. So I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna get this and go home. You know? Word. You live and you learn. But what is up guys? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on in everybody's lives? Brianna just came back from vacation. Please yes, I was- tell us about it so we can live vicariously through yeah, I was in the Caymans, just getting some sun, staying by the beach, getting pina coladas, massages. I was telling them I did a jet ski for the first time, uh, which was a lot of fun. I went up to like 60 miles per hour. Um, I felt like a kid again. I'm like, we need to have more experiences of like trying new things, but also like going back to like your inner child in some way. Um, oh, I love that. You know? Um, but I had a lot of fun. It was a good time. Spent time with the family, celebrating my dad's 60th birthday. Um, okay. Then, oh, this was a family yeah. vacation? It was a family vacation. Love that. So, so we, cute. We hadn't done one in a minute. So, um, yeah, that's all that's been going on. I'm going to something in the water this weekend, so I'm super excited yes. to see. Like, we cannot wait lit. for that. It's going to be lit. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, I think SZA and 21 Savage were announced as like guest performers, wow. I think. Yeah. Um, wow. So it's going to be a fun time. But what have you all been up to? That sounds so much fun. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, as you all can tell by another raspy voice episode. Jeremy, <laughs> stay out. Her voice Just is out. out. Everywhere. Take your ass to the house. <laughs> What's up, crazy is yesterday when I like realized me. Okay, so yesterday I went to um, High Park Fest to see Lucky Day. And um, Janaiko, she was there too. Um, but I, when I realized like mid his performance, I was like, oh shit, I gotta record tomorrow and it's gonna be another episode of me sounding <laughs> like, what the hell is she even up to? We gotta get you some throat coat, some I lemon. I was about to like, say, like, her green room needs to have like lemon juice and like throat lozenges. Ginger. Oh <laughs> But yeah, I just been outside, y'all. Same old, same old, every week. Just outside every week. I don't know how right you on time, on now. schedule. I was about to say but it's I on was schedule. For when you didn't have a job, so <laughs> I honestly maybe it's just it's just exacerbated. Um, it's just exasperated now. Yeah, that's me. True. As far as what I've been doing, mm-hmm. honestly, not much. Um, I finished the school year ended, and then I start a new job tomorrow. So that's that. Um, but you know, that's life. You still doing no more Miss Wood? <laughs> Not no more Miss Wood. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. No more. Not anymore. No, Not until September? Not until September. Not until September. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Miss mm-hmm. Wood is retired for the summer. Miss Woods. But yes. Woods is retired. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> let's get into some topics. Um, okay. P-Valley is back. And are you watching? I've only watched the first episode. I'm going to watch the second one tonight. Have you the seen The second it? one was cute. And I really liked the, the first one. I thought the first one was really good. I wish the first one was two hours long. I honestly don't think mm-hmm. it being an hour long was long enough. I wish it was longer. Um, so I really thought it was very cute. Are you watching it, Brie? No, so I haven't watched it yet. Um, but I feel like I need to start from the beginning. So maybe that's like my binge show once I get back. Have to you it. ever watched it at all? No. Oh. Oh, you are missing out. Yeah, girl, you do got to start at the beginning. Okay. This ain't something you can just jump in. No. Okay. Okay. No. Because I heard Meg the Yeah. Yeah, so heard... Megan the Stallion is guest starring on Pete Valley. So I got to tune in. We should have saw that in. coming when they was uh in the movie video. Mm-hmm. Yes. She has a song, or she's her character is called Tina Snow or something. And I think they, they sort of teased her character in the last episode, like the last couple seconds of it, because DJ Never Scare is in Atlanta producing a song with Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, but, so she pops up in the second episode? No, she doesn't. She, like, barely oh, pops name. up. Oh. But the name, like, no. And we just hear her voice and, like, don't oh. see her face. But we see, like, oh, there's a rapper. And she's all dressed up. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, but then Megan also collabed with Mugler. And let's actually talk about it. Because there was a little... There was something. a lot of shade going around it. Really? You saw shade? What'd you see? So much. They were like... People um, just hate her. They hate her body type. Let's just call a spade a spade. What they said... <laughs> what they were saying was like... Um, that Megan uh, and Mugler is giving Fashion Nova... And I was, and part of me just wanted to say, well, what do you mean by that? Right. What do you mean by that? They mean it's giving fast fashion, low class. I'll I'll tell you what they mean. That's what they mm. mean. But here's the thing: you can't, you just can't say statements like that and act as if fast fashion 
isn't trying to recreate designer wear. Designer wear, yeah, that's true. So, like, to say that, it's actually reverse. It's Fashion Nova is giving Mugler. Like, that's that's, that's what fast fashion is all about. Like, yeah. providing a cheaper option that looks very similar to these luxury brands, to Mugler, Louis Vuitton, um, exactly. Chanel, and stuff right. like that. So, but a lot of people, they, they say stuff like that as a, not as a compliment. They say that as a, um, as an insult. Insult. Like, she, like she shouldn't be able to occupy these spaces. This, like, uh, big black, like, woman, you know, ghetto, like, she shouldn't be able to do that. But, but she is. And you're mad. Yep. But I think Mugler is such, like, a good choice. Yeah, me. it is. And she wears it a lot. So yeah, it, she- it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that then she's wearing that, you know, but it's just, it's so, it's so wild to me the way that this kind of shit always happens. But you would never say that about Kim Kardashian. Like Kim Kardashian right. and Balenciaga is giving Fashion Nova. Right. You would never say that. You would never say and that. That's the fast fashion queen. Like. Exactly. <laughs> like, so that's definitely something that's been irritating me, but you know what? It doesn't matter because she keeps winning and that's, that's it and that's all, you know? Um, so, the BT Awards, uh, BT nominations have come out, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read what we have here. So, best female R&B slash pop artists are Lennox, Chloe, Doja Cat, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, Summer Walker. Uh, best group, Chloe and Halle, and City Girls uh, are nominated against Young Dolph and Key Glock, who are probably gonna win. Uh, Migos, so. Lil Baby, and Lil Durk, who also might win, but also Silk Sonic might win. Um, best collaboration. Uh-uh, uh-uh. If they get that one two years in a row, I will burn. Mm, let me not say I burn BT down, but I will. Cause <laughs> Somebody <that's> needs to. <laughs> um, keep, so keep, keep going, and I'll get my opinions on everything. Best collaboration. We have Kiss Me More, Whole Lot of Money Remix, Best Female Hip Hop Artist. Now, this is a uh interesting one because Doja Cat is also nominated for this, um, as well as Cardi B, Lotto, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and for some reason, Sweetie. Um, is nominated. No does it doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I was like, doesn't make sense. Kiss Me More is nominated for Video of the Year. I don't understand that song came out 12 years ago, so that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Missy Elliott is nominated for Video Director of the Year for Twerculator. Also came out like 12 years ago. Doesn't make sense. To me. That was just last year. That's when okay. the uh, period starts. Was it? Yeah. Lotto is, um, is nominated for uh, Best New Artist, I believe. Uh, this is the second year in a row, right? Yeah, which is weird. Then album yeah. of the year, we have Planet Her nominated, um, but it's not gonna win. Uh, let's see who else. Best movie, a best actor. I forgot they did that. A best actor, best actress. Um, there's sports women. I think year. those are all the music ones. Yeah, I feel like that's that it. we care about at least. There's the BT Her Award, which Doja Cat's Woman is also nominated for. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, none of this, um, surprises me. It's, uh, whack as fuck, as usual. Like, this is- Whack as fuck. It's so many- Yeah. First of all, why, and this is no shade, why is Chloe and Holly in the, um, best group, and they have not dropped music together since 2022? I think it's a cover-up for when they didn't give it to them last year, when they should have actually gotten it. Yeah. Um- Mm. The the um first I I hate the the pop R and B why is those categories together Why yeah it doesn't make sense 
Like, we literally have an argument every day on Twitter or every other week on Twitter about black girls want to be pop artists, not all of them want to be R&B artists, da-da-da, but then you're going to categorize them together? Yeah. Bullshit. Um, the, the female rap one, it's, it looks I like a music understand. category. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't, they didn't do nothing different. Only three people different. in that category actually put out a, a project, yeah. in, like, last year to this mm-hmm. year. I don't understand why Sweetie is in it. Yeah, that's my I would have replaced her with no, Lotto. No, I was going to say, why? I would have replaced yeah. her with Lotto. And honestly, I would have replaced even Cardi B, probably. I know Cardi yeah, B like, has done, they've done well, singles. Like, they've done a, a lot of singles, sure, I guess. Sure. But, like, I would have put Koi Ray in there. Because I think the, the category minimum should be, like, you dropped a project. If I you're going to be in this. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get because, what the what yeah. the what, what's the process behind these nominations because that just it doesn't make sense. What what has Sweetie done to to warrant this? You know, and I understand like maybe we don't really care for Corey Lorray or her music, but she's been very consistent with dropping yeah. things. Dreezy has right. dropped a project. Erica Banks drops a new single every twelve minutes. Um, you know, it's, no, that's big facts. That it's, is facts. It's true. It's true. She is pumping them out. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. And then, okay, Nicki Minaj, I get it. She's dropped those singles. Um, and she's say, clearly Nikki's been on some singles. Yeah. I guess. And she's clearly gearing yeah. up for like a comeback. Like, that's what's happening because she's headlining all these festivals. Like, it doesn't surprise me that she's nominated. Cardi, that I don't get. Like, I yeah. don't at all. She has not dropped one song this year. And then last year, she only dropped that one song. It, I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but anyway, I don't actually expect uh, BET to make any sense um, because they just... Wait. <laughs> Are you going to talk about their response to Lil Nas X? Um, actually, their response? their response was saying that they have uh, like a voting academy of artists who do the nominations and I'm like this is the first time ever in my life I'm hearing this shit ever. like that <laughs> so so I know you lying um and it's still <laughs> fuck them because how dare they Najee because I looked it up like really looked to see like if that vote because apparently it's a quiz that you take to get into the vote in the cabinet. a like, quiz a quiz how, yes. how did you hear about this oh no baby I'll be reading the quote tweets and like People, so then I did some little research too, like to look mm-hmm. and see. So the last time they ever tweeted about like a voting academy or even just like mention a voting academy on BT mm-hmm. website, I want to say it was 2011, where they like made a tweet like, take this quiz to um, get into the voting academy. That are, How do I take the quiz? Where's the quiz? Thing, I, I have not seen it since. So you know, the link from 2011, it doesn't work. But I have not seen it pop up again to be like, okay, what is this quiz accent? Like, what are the criteria? Like, what? Because they also say like it's a bunch of fans who are in it. Too. Are you so like, kidding me? It's 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 so, so basically say it's the peers' fault why Lil Nas X wasn't nominated, but Jack Harlow was nominated because they don't do nothing. They're not a part of the BET Awards, even though they the BET Network. They don't do nothing when it comes to voting and all that stuff BET is not involved that's what they said who is involved then so what is that so this is like basically like the MTV movie awards like you you vote for the winner but we didn't know that but we didn't know that I say when the MTV movie awards come on or comes around 
we know that there's a link for us to vote. And exactly. Like, you know, yeah. you can this rally like, the fans. This sounds like bot behavior. <laughs> no, it, it very much is. It's giving, it's giving that. But the bots are like stands. You know? Yeah. But it, it, that's, you know what? Actually, and that's how a lot of things BT's are adding been, up. <laughs> BT has been ran like that since, um, like that's how the awards is ran. Is ran. Like BT is not involved. Like they go through the voting academy. And that I was like, bitch, I've never heard no voting crazy. academy from BT. <laughs> never in my life. Um, okay, let's talk about Carisha, please. And Hello. this <laughs> is the kind of journalism that I need in my life. Not journalism. Yo, it, did you all watch it? Yes, I watched it. Are you kidding me? I, start, I started watching it. I just um, seen the clips. But it was, she was asking the, the questions. She was. She was asking the questions what we that is. people want to know. What we is. That's, that's like a real important question. A lot of you bitches could never. You don't have the guts. She did it on TV. She did it on TV. What we is. I need to know. <laughs> she, I think she was this like, is the funniest thing. Like, it's such her, her element. Like, just. Carisha yeah, she needed fun. this. Like, she needed this. Yeah. She, she really deserved this. She likes to do shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I can tell she is not coming up off of that nigga. Not, not at all. all. Don't not give a at fuck all. how many other girlfriends he has. She is not coming off of his rich ass. Like, at all. I mean, let's face the facts about Diddy. He wants to marry the ghost of Kim Porter. So, like, Mm. the girlies know that he just, you know, is a cute little (laughs) sugar (laughs) baby. But he dated Cassie for, like, a decade. Straight up a decade. He ain't about to do nothing serious. And the girlies he with ain't about to do nothing serious. Like, they not looking for serious shit. Right, he did date Laurie Harvey. Oh, he did? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Good for her. Good for her. The girls just want to get flown out and have a Me too. Me too. Me too. Like, I'll do that. Hop up off him. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Okay. And I ain't got to work. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding I mean, me? She I do just it in a. To interview him for her work. Like, I do that in a heartbeat. That's amazing. Um, so Rolling Stone came out with the list of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. I This list is bullshit because. Then they they put up a picture of who's behind Rolling Stone's hip hop like culture um, team, and there's one black person on it. Girl, so this, this is wait, no, up. wait, not, where's the picture? No, where's this? I can't find it, but I saw it on um, what's the name? There's a lot of white people, a lot of Asians, but I think like only Shut one, up. maybe one black guy on the team. Um, so this list is null and void because I think any list that would um, list Cardi B's album over over hardcore is not a list that I care to. (laughs) It's not a list that matters to me. Rolling Stone has lost their validity when you do that. When you do something like that, you're telling me, money bag, money bag, money bag, that's better than, than, shut up. That's so dumb. So damn stupid. Shut up. I do not give a fuck about this. Um, but 777 is voted, voted as one of the best Wait, albums. you just transitioned out of that. <laughs> she, was, she was like, this just doesn't make sense. It it's doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Does it make sense to you? Look no, at the, look it at doesn't. The list. Girl, I don't even, even look at the list. I don't care about the like, even, list. No, I was like saying, yeah. even some of the, th- the albums that made it on here, I'm like, why is it on here? Yeah, they put Fever sense. on there and not Tina Snow. Yeah, that's that. how I knew. That's how. That's yeah. when I knew. That's when I knew. I was like, yeah, no, y'all wildin', like, shut up. 
Okay. I also think people put out these type of lists just to like get people riled up. Riled up. Absolutely. <laughs> it's clickbait. Click shit. It's clickbait. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm not gonna fall for it. I'm not gonna be engaging. So no, I'm not gonna fall for it. <laughs> I feel like I didn't I, look at it. I just knew it existed because of Twitter. <laughs> I won't be engaging because I don't give a fuck. Um, they put DS2 on top 20. Okay. No, that's how I knew. That's how I knew. Um, no, it's 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 actually crazy. I'm, but, just, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm shocked at what you said about uh, their team being only one black person. Yeah. I don't know about you all. I just feel like this year has really been very revealing of hip hop and like what mm. it has become, mm-hmm. who it lets in. Who it doesn't. I mean, our last episode. Remember that. Um, <laughs> remember that. Um, what's the name? Uh, this. Uh, that. That. Uh, hip hop. New hip hop. They posted about uh, how uh, people are suspecting Hallie and Chloe are working with the Fed. Oh yeah. No one is suspecting that. No one is suspecting that. And I hope she sues the shit out of you. And I hope she sues the shit out of you. Okay. It's ridiculous. We really got to start gatekeeping like that ass. Like I really don't think we're doing enough gatekeeping. If you ask me, I don't know. Like this Um, year's been really weird. Like, do y'all feel like it's been like ramped up this year, or like it's been exposed more this year? No, it has been. No, it has been. I would say more exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm. But seven seven seven. Uh, was voted by Billboard as one of the best rap, rap albums of 2022. I, um, debatable. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, what other I albums mean, have been dropped? I was I like, what Coil other albums? dropped, but I didn't listen to that one yet. Yeah, it doesn't. It's deep. It's a Chris uh, Brown album. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, That's debatable. I mean, I like, it was cool, but it's like, I don't, I'm not like, it constantly going back no, to it. No, no. You know? I haven't gone back to it once. It uh, it doesn't really have any replay value to me. So. Yeah. That's I mean, good for her. But. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not. <laughs> so the trailer <laughs> for everybody Ratchet. everybody's like, okay. <laughs> but, but. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Say, I, 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 mean, I haven't gone back to it either. So, uh, the trailer for Rap Shit uh, has come out. Please, we need to be a part of this. You don't understand, Issa. Like, let us be on the ground. Please, floor. I will get out there. You want me to do um, catering? I will be, <laughs> I'll do craft <laughs> services. I need to be, I need okay, to be I there. To get in that building. Who asked for that kiss? I, I need to it. be there. Whose dick do I have to suck to get into the room? I've done some lower sure things like for less. Eat. Okay, so. But what do we think of the trailer now that it's come out? It what, looks so good to me. Like, I think it looks cute. It I like the like social media kind of setup yes. that they do yeah. with it. Like, yes. Oh my god. I think. Oh, I'm so interested I, in the story. Just like see. I really am interested in seeing how the story unfolds. All these, I'm interested to see the guest stars that they have. Right. What What is the music gonna be like? I think I'm most interested, oh, like, yes. as to like what's the original music gonna be like? Because mm. you know, there's gonna be original music. Um, yeah. I'm I'm like super duper excited about this. I'm just excited for Issa putting out another show again. Yes, honest, I truly like... think this is gonna be like a hit. I think so yeah. too. This is gonna so, be a hit. 
so much of like listening to that song is like watching her and like yeah feeling her like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think that's why the like clip was so good that yeah um, the coachella because it's so so much of it is like feeling the song with her like seeing her yeah. rap it and like being yeah in yeah it. and so i think this approach for this video just a clean video just her just like mm-hmm. rapping it makes the song like 10 times better because so much of listening to this song is like having the added element of seeing her like feel the song yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense because like I she is feeling it yeah she does feel the song and like i don't necessarily see myself like i only i get like reminded to listen to the song because mm. i hear like cl- hear or see clips of her yeah doing it, and i'm like oh i actually like this song yeah Just when i'm like listening to it through my headphones and not seeing her, I'm like, eh, you know, like this is okay. Like the song is just okay. Yeah, I like it. I like it enough, you know. So I definitely go back to it. But it's not one of my like favorites. But I thought it's this not video, like my rotation. I thought the video was just so good. It was just so clean and like I, love I, I just I loved it. I loved forward. it. <laughs> yeah, but I think this is one of those videos. Um, because I remember last time we was talking about music videos, and I was talking about how I hate when uh when a song drops with a music video right, right. like this was the perfect execution because like agree. this song needed a video like a video was very much needed not yeah. just yeah. let's just throw a budget to a video just because like that's the thing when you got a single you make a video right yeah. no i hear you right um what did you all think of the mind your business i um, thought it was cute i like the song not like you know, it's not like, uh, like, but I thought it was a cute song. I think it's a cute song, but I don't feel like it was Lakia, though. No. You know what I mean? No, I know like, what you mean. It didn't feel like, if we look at her other music and what she's put out, I'm like, this feels a lot different than yeah. what she usually does. Is it even more mainstream? Yeah, more mainstream. That's it what seemed, it was. It was mainstream. It was just like, it felt like cutesy. I don't know. Like... Yeah, it didn't seem like authentically her. No, I, like it I, seemed like a Lotto song. Like it seems like a Lotto song. It, it did, it did, and I think Lotto, if if Lotto is the 
you know, the main person who was singing the chorus. I think it would have been a lot, a different, a much different song. But I still liked it. I thought it was cute. You know, like I didn't, I didn't really have like I didn't watch the video, but I thought it was a cute song and I enjoyed it. Like I've gone back and listened to it a couple times and I really like it. And I like the sample too. I couldn't place it at first, but then once Shermie said that, I was like, oh yeah. So I really, I really enjoyed that. Now this Ken the Man song. <laughs> let she's good. Mariah she's sounded good. the alarm. Let <laughs> me say this. I have not stopped listening to this song since it came out. I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning, saw she dropped a new song. I said, let me listen to it. I ran that shit back immediately. And then I hit the group chat and I said, everybody wake up. Wake up. Everybody wake up. This was the earliest Mariah has ever texted us. And I said, what the fuck is going on? But was I wrong? No. No, it was phenomenal. They they're getting the formula over there. They're That's what I'm the saying. They're doing what they need to do. I asked her if we could be in the video. We didn't get a response, but I'm gonna keep trying. Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna keep trying. <laughs> we gonna get our video vixen moment one day. <laughs> we will. We will. We will. Um, but the song is so fucking good. It is. It is good. Everything about it is good. Like the Instagram captions that are gonna come from this. Like mm. she snapped and Kim the man has just been getting so I feel like with this and the last couple songs she dropped and even the last project that she dropped like she's just been getting better and better and better not just as a rapper but as an artist you know yeah. and I can yeah. see I can see that growth like happening in her musicality and in these hooks and these choruses that we were talking mm-hmm. about we just we just couldn't sing along to it wasn't it's not giving like in the club like we can bop club, to this yeah. but but this is it is. It really is. No, I'm excited to hear this when I'm outside this summer. Yes. Oh, baby. We're going on um, a yacht this weekend for my friend's birthday. Hey. Um, and I put this on the on the, on the the playlist because nice. I'm finna shake some ass. Okay? Wait, I kind of um, love that you all brought up um, DJs and stuff because I was going to say, like, outside of the Ken the Man song, I hadn't listened to nothing else. So honestly, when like I was trying to look up, <laughs> here's the thing. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you why. So when I was trying to find like new songs, I really didn't know what what had been out there because, like I said earlier, I've been outside. So like I haven't had the time like I had during the winter or like even the fall. No, nah, during the winter where I could like sit down and like digest music and like listen sure. to it how I used to. And what I noticed is that my um, I guess like my chain, my source of music has now changed because it's DJs. But oh. what I'm starting to realize, like, for people who, like, follow my Instagram and stuff, because I be complaining I do. a lot about going out. You see me complain yep. a lot about, like, how they don't yes. play women. Um, yes. And, like, a couple tweets ago, someone was talking about, like, oh, I can't, a DJ was talking about, I can't find the hip-hop anthem, like, uh, I'm oh, having yeah, a hard yeah. time, that da all this shit. And I'm like, well, you niggas don't play the girls. So, exactly. like... <laughs> No, I don't want to do. get too deep into it because I think that could be a topic. But um, I was like, yeah, like my source of music has now changed. It is from DJs. And I'm like, well, y'all looking for a hit, but you're not playing the people who are creating the or hits. Making so yeah. what's wow. tea? Because these niggas is not making hits. Let's be honest. <laughs> Gunna and Young Thug are locked up. All of them up. are going to jail. Like who else just Sergio went to jail? Kitchens. They are currently in prison. 
So we don't have no summer hit from a nigga, okay? <laughs> Gunna is in jail. He ain't got access to a mic. Oh man, we just have been getting locked up left and right. Sergio Kitchen, he's in jail. He is, and Chloe is dating someone new. Good for her. Waste no time. Move right the fuck on, my good sis. There's um, like 21 questions. It's like, are you gonna stick with me? Hell no. And the important thing to know is no. I ain't never hold no nigga down. Why he got, got arrested jail. too, right? Um, did he? What does he yeah. do? I thought he was a YouTuber. He did. I think he got like a gun charge or something. For being a YouTuber? Okay, girl. You know he one of them like. But who comes after YouTubers? He he's he's a fake rapper. I'm not gonna say a fake rapper, but he's a rapper too. He was on the Double XL cover when um Ruby Rose and them was on was on it. Was that last? I year? would never have been able to place him because to this day I still don't know what that nigga looked like. I I don't know what he looks like. So I, mean, I wouldn't not, be able to tell you. missing out because it's not like it's fine rappers out here. So it's not like listen, I <laughs> listen, I I and I'm not looking for it. Yeah, I mean, I, besides Jack Harlow, like who else? Just don't, don't, do don't do that. You, don't do that. You, we're don't not do even that. gonna go there. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say now we go to the main topic or no, whatever the next <laughs> one is. <laughs> I was gonna say, did anybody listen to the Ruby Rose song? Because I listened to I it did. for like a minute. I listened it to like was, a minute of it, and I was like, I don't know what it is about her that I just can't. I don't know. I didn't like this. I liked the visual, but I didn't it's like what, the song. It's That's literally how the video begins, though. It's just, like, looking at who she is. Like, her, uh, what is it called? Um, not her Pornhub. Um, OnlyFans. OnlyFans. They're like, oh, she looks so good, blah, 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 but, like, she doesn't do shit, whatever. And throughout the music video, I was like, she do be looking good, though. She does like, look that's good. All, that's all that I was thinking she's about. Very, was like, she's very attractive. Okay? I was like, she do be, I was like, this feels like Sweetie energy a little bit. Yeah. But she doesn't do as much as Sweetie. No. Um, but that's how I felt I when we, I was watching this I we may have video. gotten a few more songs from uh, Ruby Rose. I think Ruby Rose is talented. Let me say I that. I think so. No, I think so, too. But this was not it. It wasn't. It this was, just was kind another of like, sample as well that I saw. It was yeah, it's, it's, it's nerd, right? Yeah. Which is like, I could totally see her. I just, it wasn't like, I feel like with this beat, this song could have worked so well for someone else. Mm. Or if somebody else had written it for her, it would have worked well. I feel like this is a waste of a beat because it's a good ass beat. It is a good You know beat. what I mean? And I think this song could have been so much more if someone else was on it. Now, do I know who? No. No, but you someone don't need else. to know the who, but you just got the vision. I just, I see, I can see the vision as clear as day, but it's a little blurry. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, now we move into our main topic, which was once again inspired by a tweet. Somebody made a tweet that said, no R&B song has ever been made better by adding a rapper to it. And all I could think was, this person is 12. Has to be. Has to be. All I could think of is people like to say random shit just to go viral, just to get some reactions, just to get some some something. Mm -mm. Because that could not be further from the truth. I was about to say, like, R&B is like, R&B and hip hop are like peanut butter and like chocolate. Like, it just works. Like, I don't know. Like, wait, girl, what? Peanut butter and chocolate. Like, you couldn't go with the normal peanut butter and jelly. It's the same thing, right? Like, you guys don't hear that? No. That's no. why I'm like, what? I, I, no. <laughs> I cannot say that I do. 
Girl, but I guess it works for you. (laughs) But you know, like, I don't know. It just works. I feel like each song, vice versa, like if an R&B person comes on a rapper song and vice versa, it only enhances the song. I think this, um, saying that these two things don't work together kind of really just like almost demeans Mary J. Blige's title as the queen of hip-hop soul. Like, that's a whole category that I think was really revolutionized by Mary J. Blige. And then there's the whole idea of remixes Mm -hmm. and how Mariah Carey really changed that. There's the whole idea of, you know, before there were rappers, there were these R&B groups and they would have this section on it where one of the people would be talking. And that Mm -hmm. was the rap of the day. Go back and listen to End of the Road. That That little part where he's like, Maybe you didn't have to leave me like that's that was rapping. That was what we had back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and those kinds of things have evolved from each other. You know, and so that when you talk about this kind of I feel like it's a very symbiotic relationship, hip hop and R and B. Like you can't like they go together so well because they both come from, you know, you know, this this it's rhythm and blues, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's storytelling. Yep. It's talking about heartbreak. And that's mm-hmm. and that's what hip hop is coming from. Hip hop has come came from all the social and civil unrest in the Bronx, you know, in the seventies, and the you know what's going on and the message and all that. You don't think that's related to the blues and what people was talking about in the Great Depression era? Like all of that comes from the same place. So to say that they don't have a relationship with one another, it just it's ridiculous because one came before the other and they've influenced each other and gotten better and built on it and grown from it. And now we have artists like who blend those genres, I think, very well. Like Brent Fias, I think, does a really great job of like blending those genres. It's like, is he a rapper? Is he a singer? I think it's I think it's a kind of a situation where you can't really categorize it, you know? Because mm-hmm. they, they, they just go so well together. Right. Yeah, even to add on to your point, um, it's just like really disrespectful to like black culture. Cause Absolutely. like <laughs> these these two genres. Um, like you all were saying, like they build off each other, they work together hand in hand, like they feed off each other, going back to Mary J. Blige, Joe to see and all of them, like the whole nineties, Diddy era and stuff like that. So it's like really hard to think that two genres who have always worked well together don't work well together. <laughs> like it's it's kinda rude to black it's kinda rude to black culture and just like specifically black American culture, because that's um where uh these two genres are stemming out of streaming from uh, however you want to see it so yeah i like i said i think people just say stuff just to say stuff to get people (laughs) talking or like get them in their mentions so they can look popping it's dumb it's dumb um well i was gonna say like what are some of your favorite collaborations like rbp and now question when you wrote this question did you mean our favorite collaborations with a female rapper or just collaborations in general? Because yeah. I definitely have my all-time favorite hip-hop and R&B collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have my other, like, my all-time favorite hip-hop and R&B collab that's, like, with a female rapper. So uh, I can let's do, do both. both of those. Let's do both. Yeah, do both. Okay. So my favorite um, hip-hop, like, all-time forever um, collaboration um, between um, a um, a rapper and a singer is All That I Got Is You. 
um, Ghostface Killer and Mary J. Budge. Um, every time I listen to that song, it makes me cry. Um, and no, like legit, it's like there was, <laughs> like I, I, like I, man, I mean, it, that shit. It just the way that he's telling the story, it just kind of touches your soul. Like that kind of struggle, like that people go through. We don't really talk about it enough. Like sometimes that shit is really rough. And then Mary J. Blige just comes in and is like has this like voice that is so like soothing and like beautiful. It's um so yeah, that would probably be my all time favorite hip hop and R and B collaboration. And if I'm thinking about my all time favorite like collaboration between a female rapper and um you know uh, a singer, it's obviously um I Can Love You by Mary J. Blige and Lil Kim. Like I think that is supreme. Top tier, top one, top two of the best collaborations between a female rapper and a singer. And it's obviously because they have this amazing chemistry being friends for so long. But God damn, that song, baby. I know we don't want to beg niggas to stay, but baby, <laughs> like they was on that motherfucker begging the niggas to stay. She said, in love with you since the days of Juicy. And this nigga is married. Like, you can't. It's so, it's really sad. Like, that was blood. Oh, it was so blood. We're like, oh my God. They both ate, left no crumbs on that. So I think those have to be probably uh, my top two. I probably have a lot more if I sit down and like think about it. But if we're going top two, like, those, those. Bree, do you have any? I was going to say, I'm trying to think of female rap girl uh, with the R&B singer, but I know for when I first read the question, uh, the first one for a guy that popped up for me was Best Friend, 50 Cent, and Olivia. Oh! Um, Olivia, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I know, I know. That was, that was like, when I thought of, like, R&B um, and a rap duo, those were ones that popped up. But I'm trying to think of, like, uh, a female rapper one. Trevi, do you have one? I know mine's was uh, Little Kim and uh, Mary J. Blige. I mean, that chemistry is just, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like that again. Because, like, as much as, like, the song is good, their friendship behind it also is, like, what adds the extra, a little off to it. <laughs> you know, you could also talk about Monica and Missy Elliott. Yeah. Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott and Beyonce. Yeah. Um. Like it, you could like you could Brandy and Mace, um like you could, oh, you yes, could wait, totally on top of the world. Mace. Wait, that's my shit. Wait, on top um, of the world is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, total, uh, yeah. Total and Mace, to- like fucking yeah. um one twelve and Biggie, um yeah. one, like like. Okay, so here's Faith my question. Evans and Diddy, like you can it, you can do this all day. Yo, okay, so I have a question then. So a lot of the examples that we're putting out are from the 90s. So what do you mm-hmm. all think it was, like, in the 90s that, like, really, I'm not going to say, like, really brought these two uh, genres together, but, like, really pushed it forward, like, pushed it to the audience and, like, to the, like, what do you, you wanna think know, it was? I was gonna you want to know my, boys. okay, because I was going to, here's my, why don't you go ahead, Bree? Talk about that then. No, I was gonna say I feel like it was Bad Boys, like who kind of like created the formula in a way, or at least capitalized on it the best. Like when we were saying that stuff, like Little Kim, Mary J. Blige, Faith Evans, um, they're all associated with within the Bad Boys uh, community, and so 
I don't know. I feel like they were the ones who kind of set this tone in a way. But what were you going to say, Mariah? I think playing off of that, um, I think we, and if I'm being, you know, in all seriousness, I think that we need to bring back those fucked up record contracts that we had <laughs> because them niggas was singing and rapping for their lives. Okay. Like they was really singing for their motherfucking supper on that shit. And it was just because they literally had to, but I do think obviously bad boy had a huge impact on that. I was obviously, like, bad boys definitely had a huge bad impact boy, but also, you know, even if we go a little bit beyond that, go to talk yeah. about like uptown records and, mm-hmm. um, because that's where Diddy started. Um, you know, right? So I'm like, I guess what? No, no, Mariah, keep going in. I'll, uh... No, but that was what I was just gonna say. Because what I was like, thinking is like, um, a lot of the conversations that we've had, um, Diddy pops up a lot, and like, but, as much as he works my nerve, like I can't discredit like can't, his. You research. can't discredit what he does. Yeah, listen, also, I can't. Get, yeah. And like his research and like paying attention to like detail and like learning from the past. Cause I think that's what a lot is missing. I mean, we talk about this a lot too. Like rappers don't be doing their homework, shit. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't really know how to reference the past where like none of those samples mean shit to them. Like, no. We've had this conversation a while, but I think why Diddy was able to be so successful um, is he was doing his homework, he was doing his research over there at Uptown, like really understanding like mm-hmm. what it is to be a singer what it is to be a rapper like really figuring out what those key elements are and you or, know like, what those key things are and then like he was able to make it shake and like make the vision come true and you know what and not to give him too much because we also have to think about all the other people yeah that's that true were, that's fact. that were, that's, that's that were there like yeah. he, his mentor was andre harrell andre harrell like god rest his soul like died so young but like we don't talk about all of the things this man did. Heavy D, Mary J. Blige, Aaron Hall, Guy, uh, Jodeci, The Lost mm-hmm. Boys, like this man, all day, all of that shit came from him. And then and then even further than that, if you want to go there and talk about Bad Boy, then yeah, we have to talk about Hitmakers. We have to talk about Steve. Unfortunately, we have to talk about Stevie J. Right. You know, we have to talk about like... <laughs> I was saying, uh, yeah, it was a yeah. team because we can't uh, forget like Misa as well. Like she's very much a part of like bringing the visual aspect to that so like it was definitely a team but like you can you can kind of see that like did he really do be doing his homework like dead ass <laughs> and it was i think in the 90s a lot of it came from like these are people who were born in the 60s grew up in the 70s and so they mm. they were all this music that we're hearing that. all this music that we're hearing sampled in bad boy in the 90s is like we're like how do they know the songs because they were kids in the 70s and the 60s and so of course they can sample mm-hmm. all these blues records and shit like that but also then if you want to go there we can talk about like in the 90s like new jack swing mm-hmm. and you know teddy riley yeah, and teddy all of, riley all, and all of them. how that how that how that like really impacted r&b music and the way that it sounded you know and it's a little bit hipper you know and it's a little bit like so you there's room for that kind of collaboration there's it's more like upbeat songs and like you know songs yeah and even if it is too and even if it is, we're not talking about like a boys to men. We're talking about like a Jodeci, like a little bit dirtier, yeah, a little bit sexier. <laughs> but it is though, in a way, it's like a little yeah, bit sexier. It's like I will, more like, sensual, more sensual, and it kind of like it it lends itself very well to hip hop in my mm-hmm. in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So wait. So my next question is, um, 
we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like, what do you all think make the relationship work so well? Like, even outside, of like both of them coming from, like John was like, I guess like, what exactly do you all think that they're playing off on each other? Because for me, I think it's that the relationship looks like an R&B singer bringing in like maybe like the sexy and the soulfulness and the rapper mm-hmm. bringing in the rugged. So it's like, I don't know, the yeah, best of no, both was, sides are like, you know, what, what's that? Yeah, yeah, the best of both worlds, something like that. Because um, mm-hmm. I am looking back at, I'm thinking about like the different collabs that we talked about and mm-hmm. the singer is like, you know, cute, fl- like, you know, Mm. lovely soft like could be seen as like Mm -hmm. soft or whatever and then like the Mm. rapper comes in and like it just brings a little bit of um or like a little bit more hardness to the song to like balance it Mm. out so like it it could please a little bit of everybody so what do you all and i think and i think also like um it can also challenge a rapper too to show their range as well Mm. like yeah i mean I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, use some of the example, but Drake does this, all, obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's able, to, you know, like, he's able to play in both spaces of, like, being able to see, having the duality of being able to sing and also rap on a track, and I think being able to hear, like, the whole, like you said, Jeremy, like, the soul and the harmony from yeah. our R&B singer, and then getting kind of, if you have a rapper who can kind of, like, play both sides, you get that, like, rugged edge to it, but also you can get some of the uh softness but also in a different way in a different way Mm. i think the problem with today's r&b singers and the problem with today's rappers some of these motherfuckers cannot sing and some of these niggas and these niggas just be throwing shit together you know it feels very thrown together now there are some times when you hear a good 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 r&b and hip-hop collaboration you're like damn like Mm -hmm. they got it they mm-hmm. understand. They did their homework. They did the work. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm actually happy oh. you brought that up because I wanted to, like, fast forward to, like, the present and, like, thinking of hip-hop and R&B now and, like, we're in an era where rappers are singing their own um, chorus and their own hooks mm-hmm. and they people stop. are, like, having conversations yeah. that they... I would they like think R&B is dead and stuff like that, so... Well, that's not true. That's I'm gonna say, yeah, we know that's not true, but, like, people love to have that conversation, so... Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, like, what... How do you see the relationship now, or, like, what do you see the relationship moving forward? I don't think rappers really should be singing on their songs, to be honest. I don't think they value R&B the way that people used to, also. It feels like there's been, like, the oomph and the steam taken out of it in the mm-hmm. past couple years and really put into rap. So I don't think that they're even looking to these R&B singers that are very talented to be a mm-hmm. part of their projects or anything like that because they're thinking, well, I can just do that shit myself. But you don't realize how much it actually takes to make a really good R&B song. And I do mm-hmm. think, like, in the way of, is R&B dead? Like, no, that's not the truth. But it's are we valuing But are we valuing it a lot less than we used to? I absolutely agree that it is that people don't respect it the way they used to. Yeah. I feel like it also, I feel like it can lean towards being pop, I guess, which comes from the, like, why potentially there's that category in the BET Awards of R&B and putting pop together. But, like, we said that the R&B that I guess we know from, like, the 90s and stuff like that was, like, soul. Like, people were not singing, they were, like, singing. Like, they were speaking from chess. 
their chest and people are not doing that right now. No, nobody's <laughs> singing except Jasmine Sullivan. I was like, I was except like, Jasmine Sullivan, Ari Lennox. But the thing is, the thing is, is that's somebody who can sing. You know, a lot of these people today can't fucking sing. So how do they go sing from their chest? And they, they can't do it. They can't. Yeah, yeah that's just, as I'm kind of thinking about um, R&B and hip hop songs of now. All of the best ones are with like an Ari Lennox or a Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I'm thinking Shea Butter Baby. Like that song went crazy. Like that was. I'll even give Summer Walker up. Or even Broke. Remember Broke? Oh yeah. The way I used to scream. (laughs) I've been low before. Like yes, I get it, Ari. But no, Brie, you brought up. Keisha uh, Cole. Ooh, come on now. <laughs> but you brought up uh, Summer Walker, and I think she's an interesting um, person to talk about uh, because mm. I think for our generation, she is kind of doing a good job of. I mean, we talk about how hip hop influenced pop, and mm-hmm. even like back in the day, we know that hip hop and R&B are both like brothers and sisters. They work well together, but like you could. I'm not going to say you can easily separate them, but, like, you can listen to one or the other, and it's not like, okay, what am Mm -hmm. I listening to? But, like, when you look at a Summer Walker and she's working with someone like London on the track, who is a known Mm -hmm. uh, rap uh, producer, so he's bringing those trap sounds over to Mm -hmm. her to sing on, like, it's, I don't know, like, it's, I, I think she does a good job at it, and, like, she understands it very well, and I think that has a lot with her, like, being from Atlanta and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's, it's bringing sure. a new sound as to where, like, kind of both sound, both sounds are kind of looking as if they don't need each other. I don't, I think that sounds bad, but. But I hear what you're saying. Because the rappers are singing, and the singers are singing on trap beats. <laughs> That's true, so it's like, I can do both, really. Like, both of them are like, I can do both. Yeah. And then even if you look like, like a Chris Brown or something like that, or like a Drake, mm. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they be slipping and sliding Mm -hmm. for sure into both genres. But last question, unless anybody else have a question, Mm -hmm. um, going off the idea that like the rapper brings the hardness and like the R and B singer Mm -hmm. brings the softness. Like that's that's how I'm just gonna break Mm -hmm. it down for now. How do you all think moving forward, or what do you think it looks like moving forward? Because we we are in an era with a bunch of women rappers, so. Mm-hmm. as women you know they aren't they they i think the women rappers are like you know both fighting trying to like still be hard and like yeah. still be feminine and like flirty and fun and stuff like that so where do you think i guess like how do you think that not necessarily think it changed the relationships but like mm-hmm. adding that dynamic what does it look like I, to you all i feel like they're going i feel like the industry is going to demand that they do both like, I feel like they're going to want the all-inclusive package of someone who is able to perform, like, dance, sing, and rap. And I don't think that they're going to want to, not that they don't want to collaborate, but I think that's just going to be an expectation that they're able to do everything. That's how I see it could, how it could be in the future. I mean, I think they already expect that pretty much now. You know, I don't think I... I mean, I agree with you. Like, I, I definitely think that people are demanding they be the whole package. But I don't really think I know. 
what that relationship is going to look like. I don't think I have any idea because it's so, I don't know. I feel they feel so far removed from each other. I really don't know. Well, they could also revert, right, and say, like, oh, we don't have, like, the R&B that we used to have, and it's, like, taking, like, going back to those, like, really old samples and, like, being able to, like, people who are doing their homework and, like, respect the craft of R&B more, potentially. But is that that what everybody wants to hear? I think everything Mm. comes back. I think everything Mm -hmm. comes back. Okay. So it's, like, like we say um, how samples are samples of samples right so eventually it's going to come full circle so i think the same thing could happen with r&b yeah i don't i don't disagree Mm -hmm. i'll say but i just i i feel so indifferent about them collaborating with the r&b you know that we have today i'm kind of like i don't really i don't think it's necessary you know Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same way because remember when Megan was like she wants to do a song with Jasmine Sullivan and all of us was like, girl, hell no. No, girl, no. Girl, no. Girl, no. But I'm even thinking about um when Cardi B hopped on uh, No Love. Oh, No Love. And it was, that was like... Not necessary. That was not necessary. Oh, what didn't was have the to purpose of this I didn't listen one. to that. You didn't miss it. Like, I didn't miss, listen to that. You didn't miss nothing. I don't know. I think like I think both genres are going through phases right now. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of R and B is trying to like prove itself that it's not dead. Well, y'all know I've been in the R and B phase for a really long time now, mm-hmm. um, and people are like trying to like catch up with like I guess like the new R and B faces or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like hip hop is going through a phase of like everyone thinks they could do it. Or, like, everyone thinks that they're a part of it or yeah. can talk about it. Yeah. And now, like, the door is kind of open to anyone except Too the people. Too wide. I'm going to say except the people who are actually a part of it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to have this low period in order to get a peak in, like, maybe yeah. five to ten years. Yeah. yeah. And we would like to hear what you guys think. So, once you hear this episode, hit us up. Let us know how you feel. Yeah. Right. All okay. right. Well, big Lotto, big remix. Shut the hell up. Shut up. <laughs> big bands. Well, everybody, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on social media and all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys in July. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girls At, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at where my girls at two and Instagram where my girls at underscore th. Make sure you check out our other podcasts. Does it hold up the blacklist and all the other content we offer on our website texturedare.com. Until next time.